this seat is good for my bad back, Matt Barra. I just did uh, five hours, 30 minutes, and listen. Oh, that's... That's a four-liter flat six. What are we in? This is the 2020 Porsche Boxster Spider, And this car is not out until next year. And so Porsche sent this one here from Germany. Look, the speedometer's in kilometers. And if you put the map on, that's the closest you can zoom in on the map. It's like all America. It doesn't work because it's a German spec car. So, so it's not really ready for America yet. No, well, it, they're going to sell it in America, you know, next year. And so they they send one here now. And uh, I don't even the gate was open. Why did I even do that? And uh, so they sent one here now for people like me to drive and, you know, drum up hype and whatnot. Are you allowed to talk about it yet? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not, it's not, uh, sometimes, like, we were talking about the Corvette on the other show, and it was, like, embargoed. Yeah. This isn't like that. This is cool. So what's cool is, because on the last podcast, I should set this up, we're in Santa Rosa, and Matt Farris here for this episode, and we're heading over to Grocery Games. They're doing a special taping for Carl Ruiz. Uh, family and friends and whatnot should be on the Food Network in the coming, I don't know, a couple weeks, maybe a month or so. I wasn't invited, but I'm going anyway. <laughs> well, I told Guy that. Guy said, hey, bring your wife. So he's going to be very surprised when he sees my wife. <laughs> um, we have a new kind of lifestyle. It's very metropolitan. We are in a top-down, like, hairdresser's car slightly. We might have to just hold hands so Guy thinks you're my wife, and then, you know, then we can go our own ways. Is that cool, Matt? Uh, yeah, definitely, dude. Whatever you gotta do. So it's funny because on the last podcast with Ben Perry, who's in front of us in a work van, I'm like, fuck the work van. I'm going in the brand new Porsche with Matt Farrow to the set. Yeah. Um, I told Ben Perry, you know, to pick me up in San Francisco, and then you got involved. You started bothering me and texting me. You're like, flying to LA, and uh, we'll take the brand new Porsche from LA all the way up to Santa Rosa. And I'll be honest with you, I told Ben Perry on the last episode. I was I was too scared to do that because I know that you're you're not gonna uh, drive around 65 70 miles an hour well the last time I was on a microphone with you you were complaining that Carl was a slow but unfocused driver yeah I am a fast but focused driver yeah let me ask you this I don't know if you're gonna answer so how how fast did you get this baby up to on your way up to Santa Rosa 155 oh you get you're gonna say so wait there's your stats so that's my stats so, so give so, us the stats from LA to Santa Rosa in this brand new Porsche when I got to the hotel as opposed to now it was five hours 31 minutes and it was 435 miles and my average speed, including stops, was 81 miles an hour. How many stops did you do? Uh, two fuel stops, because I didn't start with a full tank, and one side-of-the-road P-stop. Holy shit. And I'm remarkably efficient at that kind of thing. Like, I've driven cross-country, like, over a dozen times, and I do this kind of stuff a lot. And yeah. if I'm, like, by myself and get up early... Like I'm, I'm gone. Right, like right. you, you, you'll, you won't know I was there. You won't know I came through. I'm just, I'm on my way somewhere at a very rapid pace. <laughs> on the last episode with uh, Ben Purry, I told him how fast, the fastest I ever went in a car, and I think you would like how this. How fast was it? I went around 110 miles an hour in a Lexus. Oh, we're definitely on the way back to the hotel. Going to have a new, <laughs> new high score for you. <laughs> I can do that in under. Six seconds yeah. in this car. No, I was. This car does zero to sixty in three and a half seconds. I was doing cool. some of that ruizing 
with uh, the Food Network gang last night. So if you go over 100 in this thing, I swear I will puke. I'm not feeling that I great today. You, I know you were fucked because, like, I figured you were a little jet-lagged, you know, and you're like a family guy, so you get up in the morning. I figured you'd be up at, like, 6 or 7 probably. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. when you didn't return my text until 1040, I was like, oh, dude, he must have been Murdered. <laughs> you know, I, I normally blow off shots and do not do them, but of course they're all using the, you know, for Carl excuse. And I'm like, <laughs> so I, I felt like I couldn't say no. Yeah. But it's, anyway. Well, isn't it weird when it's like your friend who pretty much dies from too much partying and we celebrate that by excessively partying? Yeah. All right. Yeah, ben, yeah, is, exactly. ben is pointing us into a, a okay. compact parking space next to the catering tent. We're we're at a big we're at a big warehouse that they uh, oh look at that grocery game yeah parking see, you want to see who the VIP spots are numbered after uh, on this? yeah we certainly could do that but li- listen really fast so we're here uh, grocery games Wait, basically it's a how do you open the <laughs> yeah how do you open this <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you <laughs> oh we can't figure out how to open the door uh, okay that's a that's a pocket that's not the door that's not it either pull the gray strap. That, for real, that's yeah, all it that's is? Yeah, that's Porsche. It's oh, lightweight. That's, that's cool, Isn't that man. good? They charge extra for that. <laughs> Do they? Yeah, I wish I was kidding. But you know, it's funny. Good. The first thing about grocery games, uh, they they built a entire grocery store in this warehouse. That's so awesome. Like, the grocery store itself does not exist only for the TV show. Yeah, Carl told me that he studied... He was because because he was allowed to like whenever he wanted go in there, yeah. and he he memorized the store. Yeah. And so when he would do competitions, he was crazy fast. He right. was like, I know where every item is in that store. Oh, that's awesome. I can't wait. I'm gonna let me eat stuff off the shelf. Oh yeah, this this car is not good for uh, an old man's bad back. But. No, you know once you're in the seats, it's cool, but getting in and out of it is a pain. Yeah. So yeah. let me explain. So when I got my Lexus up to. Uh, uh, let's call it right around 110. I was I was scared. I'm embarrassed to say that, but I was scared. Well, look, there's there's your experience and skill. There's the conditions. There's the car, right? So that Porsche. Wait, wait till we go like 150 in it on the way home later. It is <laughs> no. it is so delightfully stable. Yeah. That it's not a, it's not a thing. It's good. You know what you want for your hangover is this? No, no, I'm not hitting the. I, I can't hit the the, the the whatever the pen, uh, and First I off, you definitely can. And, and I got I got to tell you the story. Remind me, I got to tell you the story of why I had a brand new Lexus. Okay. Yeah, but right now, what look are you look, what, what look are we this. looking at? Look at this. This is guys' kitchen branch custom American racing wheels on this RV. You, see, you should see his Friday. Hey, Ben, rules. explain really fast for the podcast. So we pulled up to uh, the grocery games set. You yeah. told me and Carlos told me over the years that, you know, the, the whole grocery store is built just for the TV show. It doesn't really exist. Right. They uh, they built this inside of uh, the warehouse space here. I mean, obviously, it's easy for it's in town here locally, so it's easy for a guy to get to and from and everything else. But they bring the whole production here and they've used it for three different shows now on Food Network. Not just grocery games, these are for a couple other things, but they built a full functioning store in there. It's a, You could go in and go grocery shopping for the week. The nice part is when everything's done, when the show wraps, all the, the food gets does. donated. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, it all goes to a local food bank. Do you know how much money it is to, to stock oh, this, God, this fake so grocery much. store? It, you know, I don't know that number, but I, I tell you, a lot of it, there's a lot of good local participants. There's a local grocery store uh, called Oliver's Market. Yeah. yeah. 
Hey, I'm so sorry to interrupt. That's hey, all I'm good. Morgan. I'm one of the stage managers here. Hi, Morgan. Nice to meet you. Nice Guys, to meet you. actually requesting you on set if you don't mind. Oh yeah, sure. In let's there. go. Let's go. Oh, look at that. Right on the podcast. <laughs> Which way you want me to go? Right this way? way. Okay. All right. See you later, buddy. All right. He's coming now. Sorry, I'm late. No, no worries. There, there. You Food guy. Network people know how to party, and uh, <laughs> I was up a little too late. Oh, good stuff. Well, we're uh, we're hitting the ground running here. We're gonna wire you up real quick. This is all right, Randall, cool. our audio guy. How you doing? Hey, buddy. You want me to hold anything for you? Do I get uh, one of these fine T-shirts later? Absolutely, oh, you no, do. I need, a, I need one of those bracelets. Yeah, we got all that. Oh, we got no, all that. We'll no worries. Beautiful. And and I got some uh, new shirts on opradio.com with the money going to whatever <laughs> this charity There's is. There's nothing you can do. Hi. Hi. Oh yeah, help me out. I got a, I got a tequila hangover, so help me out. You got to be careful up there. There's a few uh, bald spots. It's like a forest fire up there. Just lean into the Boris Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> right. Do you want it in your back pocket or, uh, yeah. or in your waistband? Yeah, wherever you want them. Thank you. Back so. pocket works. Oh, boy. You're panicking. No, we just got to get it done. All right. Hi, how are you? Hi, Jess. How are you? I, look, I put a nice black shirt on because I thought it'd be very nice and easy for you guys. Okay. Jackie, you were ready. Oh, I never button my fly. Okay. It, drives, okay. it drives my wife nuts. She's like, "Why is your button always undone?" Maybe too much information. I'm sorry. Okay, clear. Right, what do you mean clear? I got hangover eyes. Anything you could do with that? You're not giving me any time. Yeah, guys, guys, ready, ready. All right, thank you. Can I keep my sunglasses on? Should I button my fly? I don't know what to do. All right, I'll, I'll button. Okay. All right. Wow, this this fake grocery store is amazing. This is sick. All right, coming down ten. Am I on in ten seconds or just? Oh, really? So should I drop this? Let me pause this. I got to get this on tape. I just ran to Guy Fieri. I want you to make a Fieri. Come on. It's been enough fucking years. But there's no T in the name. Italian, E-R-N-I's Eddie. You got to come on. I mean, we've been friends long enough. Look how white I am. You know what I'm going to say when you come out. I'm going to put you on TV and say it the wrong way for you. No, I'm going to say Fieri in honor of Carl. So here's the deal. Yeah. This is it's super emotional morning, but it was awesome. We've got a lot coming up, but you're a big part of this. So what I'm going to say, I've got the judges out there, the chefs that are going to be cooking in the competition. And the one competition he hated more than anything yeah. was this one we called Shoplift, where they have to wear sweatpants and right. they have to put the food in the pants. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. So I'm going to say, get ready, we're going to get ready to do the introduction and the whole thing. And I'm going to say, now I'm going to bring out one of his counterparts, another one of his brothers. This guy was such a big part of Carl's life, did so much for him. And we all know him because we've listened to him for years. But from uh, the Opie Radio podcast, Opie, come on up. You're going to come out. And then you're going to come out and talk to me. I'm going to say, yeah, these okay. folks, and it's Aaron May, and it's and it's uh, Antonia Faso, and it's uh, Justin Warner. Right. You're going to say, hi, yeah, no, he's told me a lot about you guys. Hey, Opie, didn't you, didn't you bring some stuff? You had some of the stuff left over from the show. Yeah. Oh, God, guy, I'm sorry. You're going to come back, and you're going to grab that shopping cart, and you're going to come out with a shopping cart. <laughs> okay. And then you go, what do you got? And you're going to say, well, I'm... I got found, had some of these things left over from Carl. I got some, I got some uh, glasses and some clogs and some... Oh, and some sweatpants. Okay. I go, you know what? I got a great game, Opie. Let's play shoplift. Okay. okay. Perfect. Perfect. And you can keep this rolling the whole time. Just We'll just have to get Food Network to approve it. But I think you should keep it rolling the whole time. Okay. I mean, you're behind the scenes on the damn show. <laughs> yeah. So just hang tight. All right. Should well, I put this down? You and I have so, all listened to for years. Oh. But from the Opie Radio podcast, another one of Carl's brothers just showed up. Oh, come on up. 
Wow. <laughs> hey, what's up? up? All the way from New York and carrying a mic, probably recording the whole thing. Uh, it's going to get us both in trouble. Of course I'm podcasting. It's, you are podcasting right now. What's All up, right. Guy Fieri? Oh, oh, he's showing <laughs> off that he gets it right once. I used to say OP Radio. All right, so I'm on the set of uh, Grocery yeah. Games. Uh... I'm with Matt Farah. Matt, they, they rushed me in from the parking lot. I, I was told that guy was just going to go, uh, and here's one of his friends type yeah, of thing, yeah. like a quick cameo, like blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, they, they, they rushed me into the set, and they put me right in front of Guy Fieri, and, I, and I'm, I, I was just part of a huge bit for the show. <laughs> and you were not ready. You were not prepared <laughs> mentally for that. I couldn't actually hear it. I'm, like, sitting in the corner behind cameras, but yeah. it seemed like you did fine. You didn't... You didn't look as hungover as you were in the car. You're fine. You're better that that lady did your hair. Well, and, uh, it was like a pit crew came up to me, yeah. and she panicked. Yeah. She's like, she, she knew she only had 30 seconds to get me TV ready, and she was like, oh, my God. Her I, face no way I could saw your this. hair was yeah. priceless. Well, he, he says I have Boris Johnson hair. Yeah, and he does. And then, you know, Guy's hair. I can see Guy's hair from fucking space, dude. This yeah. is, that is like, that's like a glowing orb over there. Yeah, it's yeah. really something, isn't it? <laughs> And I've never seen George, Carl's brother, before. Right. And if you put the outfit on and you shave his beard differently, like, that's fucking Carl. That's weird <laughs> as hell, isn't it? It's really creepy. I, got, I haven't met him yet. He's been doing his... He's playing a security guard in the yeah. in the segment of the show. But, yeah. but uh, yeah, he really looks awful Carl-like. I'm so relieved that's over. I mean, I'm friends with Guy Fieri. You know, something they... Th- they, they they pull me on set right to Guy Fieri. I thought they wanted me to just say hi to him because I haven't like, seen him since I got to Santa Rosa. And next thing you know, he's like, so this is what you're doing. I'm like, what? <laughs> Sorry. If, if, if maybe, maybe we could have gotten you here a little earlier. <laughs> a little more prepared. <laughs> we were too busy talking about your stupid Porsche. <laughs> I was following a van. If the, maybe if he just gave me the address, we would have got here five extra minutes to spare. This, did we talk about the fact that they built the whole grocery store in a warehouse? Like, yeah. it's real crazy. Yeah, guy was telling me how they, um, they donate all the, all the perishable yeah. stuff. Um, and then they keep the rest of the stuff the entire season. And then when the, the season is finally filmed, they then donate they all, that all too. to charity. It's but, awesome. But this is no joke. It it's is a, a full grocery store. A, a big I thought, one. I thought there was going to be some uh, facades. Yeah, like you, there's one row of stuff and then yeah. fakes behind it. But yeah. it seems like it's actually fully stocked with all the real products. Nobody was telling me. So uh, guys, you know, he's, he's a great family man. And he brings his sons on set. Uh-huh. And his, I just met his youngest son. I don't know yeah. if he wants me to say his name. But it can't be more than 10, 11 years old. He gets to come to the set with his friends mm-hmm. to watch the taping of the grocery games. And then when it's done, him and his friends get to take whatever they want out of the store. <laughs> How bad that's is that? That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a good job perk. I like that one. And it, did you talk about how everybody's wearing Carl shirts and it's very nice? Oh yeah, man! And there's like, everybody's wearing shirts. I gotta get one of these rubber bla- the the, oh, yeah. the the Ruiz Strong bracelet. I love it. <laughs> uh, that says Ruiz. We should do Ruiz Strong, like the Lance Armstrong ones, <laughs> yellow ones. Like, what's wrong with you? Now, oh, Ben, I can't trust Matt. How, how how well did I do? Considering I had no idea I was doing this. The whole yeah. <laughs> you did great. I just don't know why you have one sleeve up and one sleeve down. Oh, was I like that on? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you were. You were. They're going to think you're a crip. <laughs> well, the lady kept begging me to uh, to button my fly, and I said, it's not my thing. I don't button my fly. I'm sorry, what? Look, see, it's still unbuttoned. <laughs> 
That's a thing? It's my thing, man. She Everyone has to have you, a thing. You're going to be on television. You should button your fly. And you're like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I lying? Hey. Nope. <laughs> you are dead fucking honest. And it's, and it's a bit Listen, stretchy, sign, too. Sign your fucking dick out release. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, hold on. I got a sign for that mess. How did I do? Did I do all right? Yeah, you did great. Oh, good. Thanks. I just want to say it's been very nice that you have the like this year's worth with Carl. Yeah. Because it's been very comforting to go back and listen to everything with him. That's very nice of you. I, um, they kept asking me, what is your podcast about? And then in the end, it turns out it, it, it's about cause. It's, it's the last year and a half of his life. Yeah. And everything's there. His growing up stories, how he got into cooking, how yeah. he met Guy Fieri. Yeah, it's beautiful. His relationship with his mother, his father, yeah. his divorce, opening up a new restaurant. Yeah. Well, somebody wants to do a documentary. They, they're trying to take the, the podcast and they're trying to figure out how they could do a documentary because, unfortunately, I didn't film a lot of it. Right. But, and then it's the whole arc because, like, we both started, like, in a bad place in our careers. He was living in that creepy cabin. I just mm-hmm. lost my radio show. He lost his marriage and his restaurants. And then by the end of this, this story arc, he's yeah. on top again. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's hard to listen to his voice, though, still. I'm but, sure. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, he's a beautiful man. And I yeah. think it was, like I said, for me, for us here, I personally, like, during, because we went to Miami for it, I was just listening to all those podcasts. I was yeah. listening to Memorial Podcasts. They were they were very comforting. Yeah. It's comforting to know that he was the same to everybody in his life. 100%. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, man, he was he was true. Right. And you just knew it across the board. I, we love grocery days, my family. Mm-hmm. And then it didn't hurt that Carl was on it. So mm-hmm. I would watch it with my um, my kids and my wife. And they would get excited because they know, oh, that's daddy's friend, you know. Mm-hmm. And then right as soon as the episode was over, especially if Carl won or something, I would call him right away. And... I would put my kids on the phone, and he could have just been polite, but you could tell he was giving him, giving them, excuse me, all the attention in the world. He yeah. was present, answering all their questions, yeah. enjoying their excitement, and just being cool toward them. And uh, I think that I, I think that describes Carl pretty pretty good. I like you it said, too. it doesn't matter if it was a you know a celebrity chef or Guy Fieri or my kids. You yeah. know, he, he gave everyone the exact me, same attention. He gave me shit for texting him too much. He'd like, you need to call. We're friends. You call. Right. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm hanging out with all of his West Coast friends and his TV pals yeah. and Food Network people, and they all had the same stories as the New York people. Yep. Oh, we were texting like three, four times a week. Yeah. Yep. I, I don't know how he did. No, me neither. But it's wonderful. He will be missed. He was, yeah. He was something special. You don't, you don't run across people like this. No, hardly ever in your life. No, and and it's hard to explain to people that like he was an unworldly person. He just, he came out of nowhere and just, right, was was good. Was just good to you. How many people? How many people do you know that he was a jerk to? None. None. Even when he got mad, he like he kept it between you know yeah. kept between the lines, and it's you know I was friends with Guy Fieri way back in the day when mm-hmm. Guy would come on all my radio shows, yep. and he dragged Carlin one day, and I I saw lightning in a bottle. Yeah. What? What? You've never done this before? I know he was doing you know the cooking and the TV, but I'm like you've never done radio. He was made for radio, yeah. <laughs> and he was just as funny as anyone else in that room. You just think it's. It's like a family trait because you see his brother talk, right? And we were just cracking up today. Like, yeah. like when he spoke at his funeral, his eulogy, it felt like it came right out yeah. of a movie. Yeah, it was one of those things where you're like, I can't believe this man 
has such a comprehension and handle on on just language to make us crack up and cry and gave us such a heartfelt and and honestly both of them carl and his brother george are both brilliant unbelievably brilliant Brilliant in different ways because carl was brilliant on the streets Mm -hmm. george was was brilliant in the -hmm. the classroom Mm -hmm. and uh and 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 maybe not so much brilliant on the street and vice versa with carl right Right. but but they were but you incredibly smart and uh george showed that he really knew Call. Yeah, really. Yes, call, and, that, and that they were really close. Yeah, on a deep level that I don't know how people know each other. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like same thing. That's what it was. It was exactly that was Carl. Yeah. He knew you. Yeah, he could look at you, yeah. being street smart, yeah. and he knew who you were, yeah. and he knew how to interact with you. Yeah. And that was like his gift. It was the weirdest. It was the weirdest trick that he ever played. That he ever like the magic that he that he came within him was that he could just really be a part of your life without you realizing that he could just like he knew you and could could, could understand you and would empathize with absolutely. you absolutely he's gonna be missed for a really long time oh unbelievably man. Man. What, what's your name by I'm Eric Eric nice to meet you bud and what do you do for grocery games I'm so. the line producer on the show oh, beautiful awesome Sorry. whoa they're cooking over there it's starting to smell good in this grocery store do we get to eat this stuff when they're not done? a fucking chance, bro. Not a chance. I feel like I should be out, back out there with Guy Fieri. I don't think my part's go, over yet. Go flag him down and tell him you think you need a little more... <laughs> a little more... A little more bam! All right. A little more spice. All right, here I go. Do it. Do it. <laughs> do it. Don't be a bitch. Do it. <laughs> See, I, I don't know if I can hang out with you. Why? Because, like, the difference is if I said that Carl would be begging me and he would be pulling at my pants leg saying, do not... Yeah, but I don't. I don't work for him. I don't work for Guy. <laughs> I think it'd be a better story if we got thrown out of here. I think it'd be a funny idea to, to go out there. Yeah. But you'll get. You'll probably get tackled before you get all the way out there. Tackled. Well. Wait. Ask, I went from a TV you'll star get, to you'll a get, nobody you'll just get. like that. It's so now had, the security's going to. If you had both sleeves down, they might let you out there. <laughs> oh wow! And it was really tucked up high. All right, just turn this back on. First of all, they're uh, in the middle of a cooking challenge, and everybody on set is coughing. Why are we coughing so bad? Man, so Carl hated having to eat spicy food, and they're, and they're doing the spiciest food ever right now. Yeah. So many peppers are in the air. It's crazy. Yeah, and everyone's just coughing. It's like stuck in the back of our throat. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I introduced George, Carl's brother, as he's, as he's coughing. Because of the hot peppers in the air. What's up? Hey, I'm George. I'm Carl's brother. Here we go. Countdown. Six, five, four, three, two, one. That's it. They just finished their cook-off, right? So that was just hopefully that we'll was stop round coughing. one. That was round one. Hope, right. Yeah, we should right. stop coughing now. Yeah, yeah. So, so I got to tell you. I got to tell you because it's really important for you to know. Oh, you know, I go, I go back with Carl. Uh, I'm pretty you got to introduce yourself. Hey, how are you? I'm David Rosen uh, for, you know, that's me. Anyway. Well, I you go, don't talk about uh, U-Bon anymore? U-Bon, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm the U-Bon guy. <laughs> I mean, your audience knows I'm the U-Bon guy. Yeah, from the famous, uh, um, those two episodes we did from the barbecue fest. Oh, with me and Gary Roark and Leslie and, and yeah. Craig Verhaga. And, we beat the shit out of you as the, the Jew uh, that's right. The Jew lawyer. I am the Jew lawyer, but you know, <laughs> you know, we're we're getting it done. Right. But no, seriously though, you have to know that 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 you know, Carl Carl was one of your biggest fans. I mean, you know, he grew up with O and A. He grew up on the other side, listening and 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 and. We talked, and and when he would talk to me, he would tell me, you know, there was a reverence, and and you know, he went through some shit, and your audience knows, you know, there was there was there was the dark times, and and at the darkest in his darkest moments, you know. 
you put your arm around him and and you saw something in him that very few other people saw i mean sure everybody wants a piece of him now but but there was a time when nobody wanted to go near him because of the shit that thou who shall not be named did to him and and that other bitch and i don't want to i don't want to bring her up but you know fuck roland hashtag fuck roland but uh wow yeah hashtag fuck roland anyway (laughs) wow Anyway, yeah, but, because uh, whatever. Well, but whatever. Yeah. But but so there was so there was a time when when he was persona non grata, and you saw what was in him, and the real and the real truth is you guys, you guys, you know, brought each other out from from the bottoms, either career or personally or professionally, the whole thing. But he loved you, man, and you have to know that that he really did love you, and it wasn't because of what you did for him. But it was what you, A, represented and did for the world as he grew up and, and, and was entertained by you. But even more important than that, it's what you guys, how you lifted each other up and, and, really, and really turned something that was shitty into something that was amazing. Right on. And, and I know you, I've heard you say all these nice things about Carl. Yeah. But Carl used to say that shit to me about you. Right. And I want you to know that. I appreciate it. A lot of people have been uh, reaching out saying the same, same thing, which makes this a little easier, I guess. But the last... <clears throat> The last thing that um, Carl ever said to me was, I love you. But he said it in a way like, what is going on? He really wanted to make sure I knew that he loved me like a brother. And uh, I'll never forget that. But um, I think we found each other at the right time in our lives because my career was shit. I was, I was like in, pretty much in the gutter as far as my career goes. He was in a, a low place too. And we, I mean, I, I got to say, we brought each other up. I've said in the past, the guy... The guy uh, told me how funny I was. He got my confidence back, and he literally uh, lifted me off the floor and got me back standing on my feet again. And then, uh, you know, and then we went for it, and we had just so much fun doing this damn podcast. No, the podcast was gold. Every and everyone, everyone knew the podcast was cold, gold. I mean, he, you know, Carl's timing and his wit was just—it was unmatched. Right. Well, and- I've been hanging with George here, and uh, I was telling George that uh, you know your brother. Wow. He was in that room with a lot of heavy hitters in comedy, and he more than held his own. And a lot of times he was funnier than all of them. You know, for, for me, I think he just loved laughter. He genuinely was a student of laughter. And he loved other people that could bring that out in people. Yeah. And he liked bringing it out in people. I think it all makes us feel better about ourselves when we can laugh about things. And yeah. sometimes life is has its tragedies, and he learned to laugh through yeah. them. Yeah. I think it was one of his... Uh, his secret weapons. Right. And so when he met with other people that had that, I think he, he felt a kinship. And I know he had that kinship with you. Absolutely. And um, I know he would send me he would send me pictures of him in the studio with you. <laughs> and I, I was blown away. I'm like... Empanada. Oh, Empanada. awesome. Spicy. Spicy. Okay, let's try it. No, I'm telling you. Spicy. Oh, jump in. Can you handle spice? Well, I'm, I'm still coughing from the spice in the air. <laughs> oh, a lot, man. This is some hot spice. Oh, well, uh, sure. Thank you. <laughs> Is it really hot? It's hot. <laughs> oh, George just took a bite. <laughs> George, George. <laughs> I gotta get the sunglasses on. God, it's George hot. Just... <laughs> well, I'm I'm not taking my bite then. There's no way. Oh Whoa. my God, thank you. There's no way. Here you go. Yeah, Matt Farrell from the Smoking Tire is gonna have mine. God, I took a big bite. Yeah. Is it really that hot? It's hot. Oh, it's hot. Yeah, and you finished it. That's amazing. You got tears in your eyes. I don't know if it's from the empanada or because of Carl. <laughs> oh, God, it's hot. <laughs> well, now we know. That was, the, the, that was the spice in the air that was choking oh, us all up in the back of our throat. God. 
and George just tried it. Bite, huh? I took a big <laughs> bite of that. Bite. How hot oh is my it? god! Your brother would have never. I may done have that. to go to the bathroom soon. Are you gonna blow out no. your ass? <laughs> Someone get me the hemorrhoid cream. That was amazing. Wow. Uh, Listen, but serious on a serious note, he. Oh, tell, I think talk it about meant, how he would um, send you pictures and stuff because oh, you yeah. guys had he very sent, different lives, which you know did. Carl would talk about on, on the podcast. He, um, you know, I live a I live a quiet suburban life, and uh, and what do you do for a living? I'm a I'm a cardiologist, yeah. and um, my brother would send me pictures of him with you in the studio and any one of a number of celebrities. Yeah. He'd just blow me away. Yeah. He's like, what are you doing? Yeah. He would text me. I'm like, I'm working. He's like, so am I. And then he would send a picture of you guys hanging out with like Tony Robbins or some or Phil some, Collins. Or Phil Collins. <laughs> right. And he's like, and then he would tell me, I asked him, what was the studio about? And yeah. I'm like, oh, do you ask Phil yeah. Collins? He, yeah. he, he had this. Phil Collins rolled his eyes at Carl that day because Phil goes, because uh, Carl asked about the song Susudio, and Phil Collins like, here it comes, I'm going to get made fun of about Susudio again. And so he answers Carl's question, but then Carl goes, I just want to let you know, I really like the song. And Phil Collins did not believe that your brother actually likes Susudio. Well, maybe it's a family thing. I love it too. It's a good, I mean, but the funny thing is, I don't think Phil Collins likes the song no, anymore. He did, no, that, yeah, and he no. rolled his eyes, like there's no, there's nobody left on earth that Especially actually likes that Especially the stuttering part, the stuttering part's the best. Right. You know, I have to say that I only wrote Susudio once, you know, and I recorded it once. Mm. I didn't record it a hundred thousand times, and, and I recorded it once. Right. And then people played it on the radio. Yeah. I liked the song. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, it's not that. I love the I love song, Susudio. but if you magnify that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My favorite. Is it your favorite? <laughs> I told you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Cuban. I'm Cuban. It's the best. No, but, but he, was, he just said, oh, come on. <laughs> I got yelled at by Phil Collins. Exactly. <laughs> For liking Susudio. I really like Susudio. I don't dislike it. I just, you know, and then if American... I didn't hear it again, it wouldn't bother me. No, but I, I think he was a student of laughter, my brother. And I think, uh, like you... He, he understood the power that it has to release people yeah. from the day-to-day and the power to aspire to something greater. And that's what he was all about. And I think that's why he connected with you on a deeper level and connected with so many people. Well, I thought I, I, thought I knew Carl. I, I mean, I knew him. But, you know, since his, uh, since his passing and talking to so many people and doing a lot of memorial podcasts and stuff... I had no idea of the extent of your brother's oh, reach and how many people he made just happy with you know, their with their lives and how many how many people he reached out to. Like he was secretly um, donating to GoFundMe pages. Yeah. Like someone would just yeah. someone would tweet like a link to a you know GoFundMe page. It happens all the time. We retweet and stuff. But Carl was like donating to all these uh, uh, GoFundMe pages and anonymously, anonymously, yeah, because the person would wrote me after the fact that I just need you to know that this is what this guy was doing you know there's one more L because you brought up laughter but you forgot loyalty and to, and to yes. Carl loyalty was everything and one of the things he honestly taught me was always pick a team right and, and, and I say that to people all the time now pick a team always pick a team right hashtag fuck Roland <laughs> so well, Roland, Roland missed out though fuck him Roland was the one that missed out listen that fat piece of shit put a post on Facebook memorializing Carl with all kinds of pictures like 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 he was fucking you know God's gift to the fucking mm. world really Sophie I just want to express my gratitude to you on behalf of our family for being part of Carl's chosen family and I 
I appreciate that. Thank well, you so much. I think, I mean, I don't want to take this away from you, but I feel like he was my brother, too. I really well, do. Well, that's, I yeah, really Everybody do. feels that way. The, the Ruiz family can be bigger. I, I think it's a small thousands, family. We can, we can I, be bigger. I think there's thousands of brothers out there. I, I, the, the amount of people that one person could touch like that, I, 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 don't, I will not see that again in my lifetime. There's there are no people, There are people literally that met him for like five minutes and they walked away like, dude, that's my new best friend. Right. I'd do anything for him. Yeah. And that's the kind of part, that's where it really, like, that's where it really, that's why him and Gary got along so so well. You know what? Gary Roark. Gary, Gary Roark. Yeah. So I used to say this, and people say this about Gary, and you could say it about Carl, they never met a stranger. Right? 100%. They never met a stranger. 100%. Give me, give me one good Carl story from growing up. One good one. <laughs> oh, God. You could think about it. You know, I'll tell you, one thing that we used to do, I hope we don't get arrested for this, but... No, the statue's uh, on your <clears throat> In New Jersey, we grew up in this town called Passaic, and there was a highway that used to run through there, Route 21, and they used to call it, I think it was the, it was the Jersey Autobahn. And so when Carl and I finally got to drive, we would go out there, and, and we would race. We would race each other. But, like, you know, in, like, an Oldsmobile, 1988 Oldsmobile <laughs> right. versus, like, a 1985 Buick Regal, you know, like, really. But, yeah. but the races got aggressive. And the thing about Carl... <laughs> The thing about Carl is that he was willing to completely trash whatever car he was in to win. Right. He would, and so I would be, I would be winning. And my old '88 was like just pushing ahead, and then he would like swoop into my lane. I'm like, what? The, what are you doing, man? And then I, I, I'd have to react, and then he'd come by, and he'd flash me yeah. some obscene sign, <laughs> and he would win. And so it just meant that he, he wanted it more than I did. He was like, how bad do you want this? Right. Are you willing Are you willing to trash your Oldsmobile 88? And I, I just wasn't willing to do it. Of course not. No one was. Who would? Carl. That was my freedom. You know, that car was it for me. But, <laughs> but that's how but he Carl, lived his life. But that's how he did. It was that's emblematic he of life. he was all in. Right. Carl was all in. Yeah. And so, and I, I got to tell you, man, again, I'm deeply appreciative to you and the role that you played to, to Guy and the role that he played. I mean, I I think the only thing I wish is that I I could have spent more time with him. Right. But I see that now he's built an amazing extended family. Yeah. And, and now we're all connected by by knowing him. I'm stuck with all his friends now. <laughs> I'm stuck with all these idiots. And the, like Ben Curry over yeah. here. Um, and the Jew. Yeah. And Matt Farris here. No, he introduced me to all my new friends, and we're, we're pretty solid, man. Pretty solid. This is where each other's where each other's support. Yeah, absolutely. Man, I think if we could put like a Carl hat on you and maybe change your glasses out a little bit, we and just put have a, to clean. Uh, we just have to put, clean it right here. It's clean crazy. the goatee a little bit and maybe one of those weird shirts of his. I think we could continue this. Do you like cats? <laughs> How do you look in cat wear? I think we could continue. Yeah. Meanwhile, he hated fucking. Can we say it now? Is he a real? How do, how do you he was feel? a dog man. He hated fucking cats. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, hey, so Carl nice, was a dog man. So a nice kitten shirt and some clogs. And guess what? I'll just start calling you Carl. Right, well, we could do a commemorative. We, we, we could do a commemorative. I, I can't promise you that I'll make people laugh as much because I'm like, you, me you know, I'm, uh, you know, but. Um, well, you have to be more careful, but I do it. No, he has a real job. He's like a real, yeah, he's yeah, a what professional. I do, he's got a career. Career. job. It's a freaking career. No, I understand. Yeah. And he's one of the best at it, so yeah. I, un- I get that, but. You know, I mean, I'm just fooling around with this, so but, so you have to be careful. But I do have to say, we're on set here at Grocery Games with uh, Guy Fieri, and 
George has been cracking me up with some stuff. Yeah, he's been his yeah, with some stuff. No, you've had a good, good, good delivery. The the tire store story. I don't know if you can repeat that, but you did have everybody laughing. Rolling, <laughs> like, why please? That's just to me, you. I okay, think. Okay, good, good. All right, all right. I gotta watch Guy Fieri. I'm gonna turn this off. Opie Radio. All right, we, uh, me and Matt Farrer from the Smoking Tire, we have made our way outside because everybody in there was coughing. It was real spicy in the air. Yeah, they're doing a, a food challenge. I'm not allowed to give too much away, but basically they were using some really hot spices. Because <laughs> I guess Carl did not like really hot spices. And I think Guy does. I think yeah. Guy likes death hot. So one, I think, I forget, I don't know which chef made it, but I, Antonia, is that correct? I, I tried... The empanada? Did you yeah. try it? No. Oh, you gave it to me. I gave it to you after it. I saw uh, Carl's yeah. brother George pretty much choking yeah. and, and begging for air. He was overreacting a little bit, I think. I don't but think it was, he was. I mean, maybe he's more sensitive than I am. I thought it was actually very hot, but it was it was really good. <laughs> the fact that she made an empanada from scratch in 20 minutes is pretty fucking amazing. But, but as the segment was going on, they started cooking... I had a little tickle in the back of my throat, so I'm coughing, right? And then I hear the person next to me coughing, and then I'm, then fast forward, everyone is like, <coughs> and that was just the hotness yeah. in the there's in not, the air. There's not really any fans in there. <laughs> right. It's like a huge airspace, and yet it's like it looks like Madison Square Garden in the '70s when they right. used to smoke at Knicks you were games. To smoke at games. <laughs> it's like that cloud hanging in there, except it's like habanero yeah. dust. <laughs> so I only have one good car story, and I should have saved it for you because I, I told it to Ben Perry while he was driving me from um, San Francisco to Santa Rosa up here in California, Northern California. So back in the day when me and Anthony were huge, Lexus decided to give me and Anthony a Lexus. Nice. And I Give or long or loan? Oh, it was a long. Uh Uh-huh. But I'm not sure how long, but it was definitely, I want to say about two weeks. Okay. All right. So I took mine and I I got up to 110 miles an hour on the Long Island Expressway because I never never went over 100. I'm like, I got to see what this thing Uh can do. And I was scared. You know, I I have to admit, uh, I decided to take my brand new Lexus that they gave to me for a couple weeks skiing. Okay. And drove it up into the mountains okay. uh, to Killington in Vermont. I love Killington. How, and, did it go okay? No, did it, crash did not, it? <laughs> no it did not go okay because when the road started getting really <laughs> slippery and then I had to go up a winding road uh-huh. to the condo we were staying at for the weekend, um, I couldn't make it because the wheels were spinning. Oh. I had to get a tow to my condo. Oh, no. You needed probably snow chains might have gotten Something. you there. Yeah, well, maybe extra. some, maybe, you know. Well, the, the you fr- tested the car, though. That's what they wanted from you. You tested the car very thoroughly, I think. And you then, learned its limits. Uh, there, it's, it's still getting me. You about to die? <coughs> I thought you were going <coughs> to Anyway, <laughs> and here's the best part. So Anthony also had a Lexus. Uh-oh. But he refused to give his back. <laughs> Stop it. They pretty much had to repossess their own Lexus. How long did he God. keep it for? Way longer than he was. <laughs> and they were being cool because we were talking about it every day on the radio yeah. show. And they were a sponsor, but they were getting extra reads because it became a thing that he yeah. wasn't going to give the car back. Yeah. And uh, finally, they're like, no, seriously, you got to give the car back. And, and it's <laughs> like, eh, next Tuesday or whatever it would be. Uh, next That's really next Monday, let me have it for the weekend because he didn't really have a car back then. That's hilarious. And then... Uh, they pretty much, you know, gave him an ultimatum. Like, dude, we're coming to get the car. You <laughs> have to give so this back. That's funny. There's guys who uh, who do what I do. You know, I 
that that Porsche I'm driving right now is borrowed from Porsche, and I drive it for a week, and I do my review, and I give it back. And, and typically, the length is a week is how long I get the car for. But if there's some sort of specific thing I need to do, yeah. I'll get it for longer. I don't know how they develop these relationships, but there's some people who do what I do, yeah. who in their driveway at any given time, they'll have four or five press cars. Really? Yeah. And their kids will be driving a press car, and their wife is driving a press car, and they have them for like two months, three months. They live like far outside a major city or something, so it's less convenient to pick them up and drop them off. So they they extend the loans, and then I've heard stories of people like, oh, they forgot about the car or whatever. <laughs> like I just ducked their calls for like a couple of weeks, and they forgot about it. And they left it here for a year, and I hear the most from from England the guys who do what I do yeah. in England yeah, yeah. about really abusing the press car system. <laughs> I have like a conscience and so I I I don't do that. I even to come up here. Like I had I called Porsche and I was like, "Listen, I'm going to go do this thing, but it's I'm putting a 1000 miles in this car. Like, is that cool?" And they were like, "Yes, thank you for asking." Wow. Yeah. What's your uh, two cents on the damn thing? So the thing that separates Boxster Spider from regular Boxster is that the regular Boxster and the Boxster S and the Boxster GTS have a turbocharged four-cylinder engine, which makes good power, gets good fuel economy. People don't really like how it sounds. And with a Porsche, the big thing is the sound, okay? And they've kind of always had, for a very long time, these flat-six engines with a a certain sound. The four-cylinders, they don't sound as good. And... So the, this Boxster Spider that we're driving is the only one you can buy today with an actual six-cylinder engine in it. So it's got the right sound, it has excellent power, uh, and it's fast, and it's great fun. And the, the seat was badass, too. Yeah, those carbon seats are pretty cool, aren't oh they? Oh, my God. You think they, they, it shapes to your body, yeah. it felt like. You feel like they, they look like they're not going to be comfortable, and they're, they're not good to climb in and out of. But once you're in there, it's great. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it have the massage feature? It doesn't have nothing. It's manual, manual slidey. That's it. Manual slidey. I took JetBlue out to California, and I went, I flew uh, mint status. What is that? It's basically a, first a, class. A first class mint status. What is mint status? What is this? What is the status portion of it? And, and I, uh, I flew uh, first class because the the Ruizing t-shirts is selling so well. <laughs> I decided to treat you myself. Thought, you thought you would spread the Ruizing message. That's isn't that what they what the evangelicals right. say with the jets? So I could spread the Lord's right, message right, faster right. with Gulfstream Five. You that, know that's for the idiots. I think I'm actually uh, taking Carl's shirt money. But anyway, um, was mint status good? It was man because it was a bed. Oh yeah, the lay flat is key. It that's was, the clutch. So you know, I made sure I was a little sleepy yeah. before I got on the plane, and then I rocked that bed. Yeah. Was, flat as could be and then it has a massage feature so then i'm just getting massaged all Was it the good? way to california sometimes the massager is a little janky on those uh the massage chairs it's a little, little janky ah, mercedes okay. makes honestly the, it was okay didn't we talk i think we talked about this on one of the shows from new york but mercedes yeah. makes the best yeah, yeah. the best scene I saw. gloria how much fun is this this is insane oh my god totally living the life of carl that's what we're doing we are ruizing yeah to the max. And I just got my Ruizing t-shirt from Ben Perry from Lagunitas. I like saying from Lagunitas. Yeah. <laughs> or or sports beer. Uh, sports, no, sports meats meat. beer. Oh, that's, oh, sports meats beer. Now I get it. I didn't get that in the car the other day. <laughs> you were tired. It's all right. I was exhausted. <laughs> but we're on the set of Grocery Games, and Guy Fieri 
we've already talked about this, but the people that give Guy Fieri shit, they don't fully understand what kind of soul Guy Fieri is. He is the kindest, most uh, Fieri. He is the kindest, most gentle person, and caring beyond anything. He and I, I mean, no different than you, have stayed connected nonstop since the news broke. And I can't ask for anybody to be a better friend. Yeah. And totally thinking of every detail before you can even think of it. He set up this whole special episode of uh, Grocery Games in uh, Carl's Honor. Every, the whole crew is wearing Louising t-shirts. Yep. He flew in family and There's friends. There's chefs just here for from this. as far as um, uh, for as far as North Pole, Alaska. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Benny's here from North Pole, Alaska. He's got people here that are from L.A., from New York, from Florida, all over the place. It's insane. And and like everything, everybody just says, yes, I'm there. They said it's for Carl. Everybody says, yes, I'm in. And I, I should have introduced you. So Gloria was basically Carl's right-hand woman, <laughs> uh, personal assistant. And you were the one that had to find Carl new phones when he lost his phones. You had to set up new phones. You were there when Carl <laughs> lost passwords. It's like, Gloria, what's my password on this? Yeah, you, you I literally, kept the lights on. Yeah, you kept, <laughs> literally. Sure you kept the lights on. <laughs> And then, you know, you uh, provided me and Carl a lot of uh, comedy fodder oh when we were gosh. doing road trips. Unbelievable. <laughs> Absolutely. I can remember that trip up to ESPN like it was yesterday. You needing a bathroom. You needing gas. Oh, not at the same time. God forbid. Oh, my God. It was a crazy trip. But, yeah, it's it's it, and we've done cooking. Um, uh, Carl and I did cooking shows. Yep. You know, we would travel on the road. I would be a sous chef. And we just had fun. It was it was really like a brother-sister relationship, yeah. you know. And uh, I was the older sister who just kind of kept him on the straight and narrow or made sure the bumpers were up, if yeah. made it, for a bit, lack of a better word. Kept Remember our Nantucket trip? Oh, my God. We had so much <laughs> fun really in Nantucket. Did. Oh, my God. And the, the bridal shower we bumped into and just the late nights and just fun. And then even just you two on state. I mean, and the cars. Oh, my God. Yeah. In Nantucket. Yeah. Crazy. He, he was like a little kid in a candy store. Every time he turned around, I saw another Jeep, another right. Bronco, another right. whatever. Right. He was obsessed. It, and, and that's what was the best about him. He just, everything he was obsessed with. Like, he totally appreciated everything whether it was a car whether it was a person whether it was a great bottle of bourbon it, it didn't matter what it was he just knew that a he had a knowledge that was crazy um a basic i don't know how he possibly knew everything he did and then he appreciated and it didn't mean the most expensive he just appreciated what was good right and it and um whether it was a homemade cookie or a great bourbon or um, watches. I mean, everybody went for APs and Rolexes and all these crazy watches, but he loved a Seiko. You know, for him, it was about the best made, right. not necessarily the most expensive. There's a lot of things that describe Carl perfectly, but that term uh, five star or dive bar, mm-hmm. because as far as food knowledge and just having a good time, that's what I learned from Carl, because I was stupid enough to think. To have a good time, you guys spent a lot of money and go to a really high-end uh, restaurant. When we first met, he was—he would turn me on to like the best food in these joints. We where. No offense, some of them you would never even walk oh, into because they weren't inviting. Oh my God, the Asian restaurants we would go to that he would take me to. I'd like, I can't believe we're stepping in here, but it was the most unbelievable food. And then he paid ten dollars, like it was like the cheapest. Hey guys, sorry to interrupt, but uh, when we're done with this, we're yeah. gonna have all of the people who are on camera today come in for the final celebration. Oh, I can't wait! Oh, Excellent, awesome. I'm so excited. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, he just loved good food, whether it was a dumpling made in Flushing for a dollar a plate. Yeah. Um, like I said, to somebody's homemade cookie. I mean, he would savor whatever it was and love all of it. And that's right. what was cool about him. Absolutely. But don't get me wrong. He loved beluga caviar and he loved I mean, all those great things. But he didn't have to have that to enjoy a great yeah. day. So uh, we got to kind of we got to kind of get through this. So you were with Carl on his last day. Yeah, we had a great last day. Uh, we were together on Friday. He was due to come down on the train. We had some business to take care of, um, some uh, 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 some technicalities for for IDs to make sure he could get on the road to fly. And um, so I met him at the train station, and I missed him at the train station because he came in on the wrong train. And I got caught in traffic. So he decided to jump in a cab, <coughs> excuse me, and not wait for me, even though I was a block away. And so I yelled at him. He jumped out of the cab a block up. I picked him up because he was going to go to Chaps and not do this, what we were destined to do. Um, and I'm like, no, 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 no. So I get him in the car. We drive to where we do. We do the, biz- the, the get his ID, get all that done. And then we went to Chaps. And Bobby Krieger was there, couldn't be happier. And Carl literally, I mean, as happy as he was to see Bob, he was happy to eat that sandwich. He was so excited. We sat down, had a great sandwich, had a great lunch, hung out. We're sitting um, literally in the employee dining table, which is in the front of the uh, Gold Club, which was uh, a specialty place for women. Uh, And (laughs) then from there we went to... um, then, we, then he said when we were finished, he wanted to go have some fun. So he said, I want to go to the aquarium. I'm like, Carl, it's 6 o'clock at night. So he said, wait a minute, I'll Google it. He Googles it, finds out it's open till 8 o'clock at night. So we're like, okay, we'll go to the aquarium. And he had so much fun. We went through every single... You're a big TV star today, Gloria. Oh, yeah, my 30-seconds of fame when the the rest hits the floor. Um, So we went to the aquarium, and Carl wanted to go because he said that it's a happy place for him, and it's where his mom used to take him. And I'm like, seriously? I've lived here 15 years. I've never been to the aquarium. And we went to the... And he had a blast picking out all the fish that tasted great. It was almost as if he was making a sushi platter by the time we were leaving. And I was a little worried they were going to kick us out. And one of the things he wanted, we bought a ticket for... There was a 4D... A movie for uh, dolphins. I had no idea what 4D was, but he wanted it. So I bought the ticket. We went to the last show. Of course, in cough fashion. Um, and so... It, um, so um, we... Um, went through and, and this 4D I'm watching it we put on these three gold glasses I'm like okay whatever and all of a sudden in the middle of the whole thing water sprayed out I had no idea that was what the fourth D dimension was and I screamed as if blood curdling and he fell off his chair he was laughing so hard and there's only like six people in the, in the movie theater it's ten minutes before the place closes and we, and then stupid me it happens again in the seven minutes that are left in the movie and I have the same stupid reaction my god he, I swear he wet his pants he was laughing so hard he couldn't believe I fell forward a second time so we had a blast. We walked through. We walked downtown Baltimore afterwards. He bought some tacky shirt at the at the uh, aquarium, and we just walked around downtown. It was really nice. And then we headed back to my house. And originally, I was supposed to take him back to New York City, but he decided that he was hungry for crab cakes. So we went for crab cakes, and he had this great place that he wanted to go to near my house, which is a really little bitty town. I had no idea how he knew it. But he said he knew this place, so we drove to Habity Grace, and he's telling me this restaurant, and we get there, 
And I said, when was the last time you were here? He's like, nine years ago. I'm like, okay. We go there, and there's a huge padlock on the restaurant. I'm like, are you kidding me? He goes, he's, I said, yeah, he's never been here. It's been nine years. I said, who were you here with? And he said, the girl's name was Amy. So I knew it had to be for a girl. There was no way he was coming down there for without it. And so then he tells me another restaurant he knows in the same town. I go, how long were you here if you know two restaurants? And so he laughed. And um, the second restaurant was equally as closed. So then we went to another one and this kind of Cajun blues place had amazing crab cakes, crab cakes. It was a quiet night. Nobody was really there Friday night by the shore and had a lovely, lovely dinner. We just relaxed, talked, shot the shit. Um, you know, it just was a nice night. It wasn't in a bar. We weren't going from club to club. It just was a great night, which what he and I always had. We had those kind of great conversations. It didn't have to be over a beer and a shot, but if it was, it was fine. Sure. And we just enjoyed each other. And um, so then we uh, finished up. We went home to my house had a great conversation. He was going through all my cookbooks because I've got like 800 of them. So he's ripping them apart and going through them all and loving it. And then he, his eyes fell on. I have framed his um, knife uh, watercolor from Jeff Fader. And he was all excited for that being hung up. He hadn't seen it framed. And we just had a great night. And then we said, we're done. We went to bed. He, just, he went downstairs. I went upstairs and agreed to meet in the morning. And unfortunately, when the morning came, uh, when I went to wake him up, uh, he didn't wake up. And so that was where we were. So it was hard. It was certainly not what I expected. Uh, there was, you know, all the things that go with managing that crisis, having to call his brother, having to call Guy, having to call you, um, having to manage the situation. And in true call fashion, he left it to Gloria to manage. <laughs> and that's really what he did. I take a little solace in the fact that um, when he when he passed, you know, he was he was truly loved in a... Oh. In a safe, happy he was, home. Absolutely. It was, I mean, it was a, a place that he totally felt at ease. He was comfortable. He knew he could be whoever he wanted to be. There was no pretense. There was no cameras. There was no Instagram. It just was us hanging. And that's what our relationship had been for over 10 years. And that's, um, it, it, you know, the interesting thing is so many people wanted to meet Carl because then it was a connection to Guy. Right. For me, it was the flip side. I got Carl because of Guy. Oh, yeah. So it was the other way around. Yeah, of course. So I didn't need that. I didn't no. need anything from him. It was just friendship. What will you remember uh, about Carl the most? A pure, unadulterated love. I mean, it just was unquestionable with no want on either side. It just was... He never wanted anything. Never asked for anything. Nope. Never. Nope. Maybe a burger cookie here or there. But, yeah. that's, <laughs> but that was it. Then that's what, what it was. Such it was just, a kind soul. I mean, just he he would give the shirt off his back, and I've seen him do it countless times. He just truly was a man to be loved. Right. All right. I'm going to wrap up this episode of the Opie Radio Podcast because it's not going to get better than that. Gloria, I got to say, uh, I can't look at you, but mm-hmm. uh, he's a good man. Yeah. He, just he brought a whole bunch of people together. I just want to say, you know, thanks for keeping him safe. Oh. Yeah, my pleasure. Because I know you always, you know, looked after him, and you know he went through a lot of tough, tough shit, and you were always there for him. So was a lot of people. So, so were you. We were all there. We were all the, the port in the storm. I love you. We got this. We do. We got it. All right, guys. Thank you. Boo 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 boo. boo. <laughs>